This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Laura Curran joining us live. It's Cut to the Chase with Laura Curran on 77 WABC. Welcome back. We got a little song for you to lead you into our third guest. And Diego is going to hit it now. You're not alone. Uh, that is Eminem, uh, always raw and candid about his struggles with addiction and his journey to sobriety. Uh, I'm always interested and inspired by stories about people who have overcome something difficult. And instead of just giving up or living a life of resentment or regret or defeat, you know, they use it as a fuel for something positive. And I think this is uh, something that exemplifies my next guest. Her name is her name is Eve Goldberg. She's the founder of Big Vision. And at first blush, her life seems great. She's co-owner of a prominent family-run diamond business on Fifth Avenue. Uh, but then her 23-year-old son Isaac dies of an overdose. Uh as he tried himself to navigate the difficult difficult road to sobriety. So, Eve, I want to thank you so much for coming on Cut to the Chase. Well, thank you so much for having me. And, by the way, that was the best intro you could possibly put on that M&M song. I uh, loved it. It, it, it really I, it just, it just hits me right in the heart. Uh, yep. And I, I got to think, when something like this happens to you, you, your first response, especially as a mother, is regret and blaming yourself and what could I have done? How did you, how were you able to overcome that? Well, let me tell you, it didn't happen overnight. Um, as a parent, you know, we think we have control over what happens with our children. We do all the right things. We send them to good schools. You know, we, we do whatever we think is right, but obviously at the end of the day, you find out that you don't really have all that control as much as you would like to. Mm-hmm. So when Isaac passed away, um, it'll be not, it's nine years, he's 23 years old. Wow. And he had struggled for a, a while. It wasn't, you know, it didn't just happen overnight. But when he passed away, of course, I blame myself. I said, I don't get it. You know, why me? Why does this happen to me? What did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I thought to myself, there are million things I could have done differently. Million things. So I can think of everything I could have possibly done differently, but at the end of the day, I have to believe that it was his time to go for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, I've never really believed in that, but I do believe that God took him for a reason. Mm. And, you know, I have a support group that I started for parents who lost children to addiction. Mm. And we all, it's a very um, safe place where we sit and we talk about these things and we all say the same thing. Like we blame ourselves yeah. and there's got it. You can't help it. Yeah. When something goes wrong with any child, you always think that you're, the, you're, you blame the parents, but 
you know, it's, it's a very, very tough thing to get through. And, you know, I still have moments where I'm like, oh, my God, seriously, I could have done something differently. But I can't I can't allow myself to go there. And you've taken that energy and you've turned it into something positive. Uh, Big Vision, you started in 2015, so eight years ago, mm-hmm. uh, as a way to help young adults navigate sobriety. What is the biggest challenge that you're finding among this group of young adults? Uh, the biggest challenge, I mean, there's so many challenges. There's the shame and the stigma that they feel. Shame is, is a big one. You know, um, yeah. it's it's gotten better since Isaac was alive. When Isaac was alive, there was no one talking about this. When Isaac was struggling, he was so ashamed to tell people that, you know, he had these struggles. And today you have a lot of celebrities who are talking about it. You have, you know, there's more discussion. You can't open a paper today without some article about addiction. Mm-hmm. And it's fentanyl good. now, it's yeah. Fentanyl, I mean, it's out there more. So I think that helps. But I think the shame for so many of these young adults is really, it, it's there. And that's really one of the things that we really fight to, to erase that shame and that stigma because it's still a stigma. And, um, you know, it's just difficult for them to find ways. Like for Isaac, it was just tough for him to find ways to have fun, to live his life again, just without substances because he was so used to that life. Mm. And so it's kind of teaching them what we talk about it. It's on our website. It's a recovery lifestyle where we show them all the elements that they have to put together in their lives in order to live this recovery life. So it's, just, it's not just about not picking up the drink or the drug. It's so much more than that. And that's really, you know, what we're what, what they're learning, especially when they come to our events. And young people, like all human beings, they want to be social, they want to date, they want to meet people, or they want to go out and have fun with their friends. But so many activities for young people are about drinking. You know, there's brunch with the mimosas, there's going out to the bar, there's going to the game and getting beers, or what, or draw, you know, of course, forget drugs on top of it. Um, So... Are you are you supplying for these young people alternatives to get together in a social yeah. situation where they can have all the benefits of having fun and flirting and all the stuff that young people like to do without the the cultural norms of drinking or smoking? If you saw me, I'm shaking my head at everything <laughs> that you just said. So we just had it, you know, so what we do is we do sober activities and events for young adults in recovery. So today, for instance, I just came back from um, a wellness event that we did. This one was specifically for women, and it was um, yoga, meditation. Mm. We did acupressure. We did tarot card reading. We made um, bracelets with, like, messages of hope on them. And it was, you know, this amazing. And then we had non-alcoholic drinks there as well. So this is, you know, part of just showing that, yeah, you can do all this stuff and just do it without substances. And one of the people there today who is um, doing the bracelets, she said, you know what? I got to tell you, when I was drinking, she said I was throwing up in alleyways. She goes, let me just say, that's not cool. It's cool to be sober. So it's about teaching people that it's cool to know what you're doing, to be aware, not to look. I mean, it's, it's not a good look for anybody to be drunk or wasted. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot cooler to not drink. For instance, we're doing this next weekend. We're doing something, a sober party. It's called Sands Bar. And we do this every year in New York. It's somebody from Austin, Texas, who started a sober bar there. And we do this great, so, this great event with uh, sober bartenders. And 
you know, probably have 100, 150 people there. And, you know, and last year we did it and I saw people literally like waiting on lines for drinks. And I said, everybody's so patient waiting mm. on this line. And I realized that they're not like jonesing for a drink. Mm. It's a non-alcoholic drink. So they're just looking for, you know, they're waiting patiently on lines, chatting with the people around them, you know. So, yeah, that's it's all about showing people that it's cool to not use substances. It's also nice to not wake up with a hangover. Where, where can people find out about these events? So our website is bigvision.nyc. Um, it's uh, on, we're on Instagram. We post, you know, constantly and we post all our events there. But if you go to the website, it's bigvision.nyc. Um, all the events are on there. Um, and we actually, that's really exciting. After all this time, we purchased a space in Midtown Manhattan, which is going to be our a clubhouse. It's going to be a place where we can actually house and have all these sober events, yoga, we have meditation. Uh, we have a ping pong table, pool table. We have outdoor space. We're going to do great parties there and just a safe place for young adults to come and hang out and do whatever they want, just with no triggers, no substances. And so we're starting construction soon. We'll be done by the end of the year. And this was always my dream from day one was to actually have a place like this. And I can't believe it's actually happening, but it is. And it's really, really exciting. It's going to be the first of its kind in New York City. Eve Goldberg of Big Vision, thank you so much on coming on Cut to the Chase. And, uh, you know, pe- people want to learn more, go to bigvision.nyc. And you can also look up Eve's op-ed about the wafting cannabis everywhere and the pressure that that puts on folks. Eve, I want to thank you so much. And thank you for your wonderful work for people. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me and giving me this opportunity. I really appreciate it. It was great to talk to you.